Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dumping Ground. This is Nikisha Clayton Lee. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. Today is a special day. It's Tuesday and you are here with the Dumping Ground. (laughs) I always want to start off by saying thank you uh, for your support. Thank you for rocking with us from day one all the way up until today's episodes. Our shows are archived. You can check us out on Block Talk Radio for our live show. You can come back here and check the shows out, or you can also go and listen to our shows on all the podcast outlets, Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, all the podcast places. You can find the dumping ground. We're there. And awesome enough about me, we created this platform to be a safe place and a, um, a listening ear where you could drop off your problems and pick up some solutions. Our goal for 2022 um, is our m- mantra is to chase the vision, not the money. The money will end up following you. That's our mantra for this year. Um, Tony Hish to be chasing our vision and not the money. And also we incorporate and celebrate your wins into the segments. Each uh, other, each every day, uh, every other day, sorry, I got the words twisted. Every other day, I've been posting on social media platforms, hashtag celebrate your wins. Once I see my community, my friends, they have um, amazing wins. You know, you need to take those time to breathe in those wins and not just check off and go from goal to go and really celebrate yourself. You know, create yourself a reward system or whatever you need to do to take some time to stop and smell the roses, all right? Okay, so each week we have been interviewing amazing amazing business owners from many different industries. They've been coming on the show, talking about their wins, introducing their business to the dumping ground. And if you know any small businesses who needs to take advantage of this platform, you can send them our way. We will be happy to connect with them, network with them. They can send us an email to hello at the dumpingground.com and send us an email that we can get them scheduled to come and chat with us. All right. So enough about the platform, all about the meat of why we're here today. Today we have an amazing um, story, an amazing life coach, um, that's here today. Um, Let me just read a couple of bullet points about her. Cindy Barnes is the owner and operator of Life Coaching, Finding Purpose Through Grief and Beyond. Cindy guides widows through grief process to discover their new passion and purpose using personalized support, empathy, and community. Sydney Barnes is a widow with six grown sons. Her husband died 11 years ago, and she's now dedicating her life to helping others, widows, through coaching. She recently added widows to her coaching, and she has a private Facebook group um, and a Facebook widow support team. And she is here to help and to inspire Dumping Grounds. Thank you so much for us tonight as we bring Miss Cindy Burns on air. Miss Cindy, how are you? 
Hi. Good. How, How are, are you? Today? I am doing oh well. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. Thank you so much for blessing the dumping ground with your presence. We are so honored to have you um have you here. You have an amazing story. As I talked to you a couple of um yesterday, I have a a couple of family members who went through the tragedy tragedy of losing their spouse, and and it was up close and personal with me. So when I saw you um, reach out, it touched my heart because I'm like, oh, this is a way, a, a safe space where they can reach out and feel comfortable because you have the experience. You're able to share with them the different processes of grief. I mean, I just... You just melt my heart. So thank you so much mm-hmm. for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you have a lot going on. You have six grown babies. So it's just pretty pretty <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I truly appreciate you. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me here. Yes. So let's just talk about, like, um, how you started this business, I mean, your life coach, I know it started from pain. And I know sometimes going back to explain pain, you know, we don't really like to go there. But I think people, like I said, they will relate to it because I know, like I said, my my niece, two of my nieces and my sister unexpectedly lost their husband. So, I know um, they'll be able to relate and understand. You don't have to, you know, go into 100% debt. You can give us lightweight because I, I got my tissue. So <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want to know, like, how did you um, start this, like, this coaching? Like, what gave you the strength? Like, all those, all those things. So I'm going to give you the floor so you can talk. Well, my husband died 11 years ago on August 2nd. 2011, my father had died 10 years before on that same date, August 2nd, 2001. So I always joke that my husband knew I was awful at dates, remembering birthdays and anniversaries and things, and especially if they weren't ours. (laughs) So I Mm -hmm. think he died on that date on purpose. I think he did it on purpose to help me out. Um, He had lung cancer. We did not know that until May of that year. So his, um, yeah, his his journey was short. He had complications from the pneumonia, from the lung cancer that are not common. And it problems with his uh, blood platelets, whether they were going to, sometimes they would clot too much and so they just the medicine and he'd be fine and then all of a sudden they wouldn't clot at all and he'd be bleeding so it, it was just that kind of a because of all that he had a, a mini stroke and a heart attack actually he had a series of mini strokes um, so he was hospitalized from pretty much from the day he was diagnosed until the day he died. He spent maybe two days in a rehab center, but that's when he had, he came, he was able to come home, but that's when he had the the stroke. So um, he was right back in the hospital again. I think he was out like total of three days that time. 
and that was in June. He said he hated the nursing home. Well, it was rehab center, but really it was a nursing home. And he hated mm-hmm. it there. And they weren't giving him the physical therapy that they said they would. And so uh, that was Father's Day that I, I said, I'm breaking you out. That's your Father's Day present. <laughs> and then he came home and he spent the night there. And then he had the stroke. And I recognized it right away because um, he just seemed so out of it. He didn't know how his walker worked and things like that. And I said, okay, what's your name? And he didn't know. And I said, who am I? And he didn't know. So I called 911 immediately. And um, by the time we got in the hospital, he was he was doing much better. But that's when they said that he'd had a stroke and a heart attack. So they weren't taking any chances. He never came home again. Um, he wanted to once. Once we determined that it was going to be terminal, he wanted to come home, but he was too sick. He wouldn't have made it through the uh, through the transfer home. So um, I stayed with him the entire time he was there. I worked. I was already a remote worker back when it wasn't such a big deal, and <laughs> I um, yeah, I had my my laptop at the hospital and clothing to change and I lived there. My sons were great. They would, you know, bring me fresh clothes when I needed it or groceries for me to snack on and, you know, they were they were really fantastic for me then. And for their father, they'd stay there and they'd talk with him and he was he was alert. And um and communicating right up until maybe a few days before he passed. And the hardest part that moment was telling him that there was nothing more they could do for him because there just wasn't a medicine that would stop the the clotting. And he had pneumonia this entire time because the mass in his lungs was like blocking the pneumonia. So whatever was in there couldn't get out. So, yeah, he was coughing and having a hard time running fevers and all. But then he, um, once he realized that he wasn't going to make it, that was tough. And it was tough for me to go back home after he died. And I stood with my back to the door and said, I can't go in there without him. And that's when I, that's the first time I really broke down. When, you know, when we were in the hospital and everything, it's funny because we had just chosen the um, funeral home that day. My sons and I went out and chose the funeral home. And he was, he was in a, I guess like a medically, induced uh, coma because, you know, to save him pain. So the next couple months are kind of a blur, you know, as I think they are for most widows. There are certain things that stand out and they probably do for others as well. But I came to the realization it was a few, quite a few years later, maybe five or six years later, that I thought, got to be more than this. 
you know, I had a purpose when I was a wife. I had a purpose right. when I was a mother. I don't right. have a purpose anymore. Not only was I dealing with his his death, but I was also dealing with empty nest syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the two of us would be celebrating at this point. <laughs> that we yeah. have them all grown. <laughs> right, right. And, um, you know, so it's not just, it's not just the death of your husband. It's the death of the life you thought you'd have together. And the realization of that kind of hit me pretty strong. But yeah. I, was on a, I was on a mission to find my purpose. I mm-hmm. tried all kinds of stupid things. <laughs> I, tried art, I tried art classes. I even joined the local art club. And only to find out that, yeah, I really do have trouble even drawing stick figures. So <laughs> I, I did get more involved in my church, and I don't regret that at all. Nice, um, nice. More active in the church. Mm-hmm. And nice. what else did I try? Oh, I tried all kinds of things. I tried direct sales. I tried selling <laughs> makeup, even though I don't wear any. My, my oh, favorite goodness. direct sales job was, yeah, my favorite direct sales job though was is um, selling, doing in-home wine parties. Oh, yeah, I okay. sold wine. Yeah, that was that was fun. I have. I have more wine in my house than I ever sold. I mean, I couldn't sell it directly, but I bought a lot of wine. And now the diet I'm on and the medication I'm on, I can't drink it. (laughs) So guess what everybody's getting for Christmas this year? Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. I love it. I spent a few years trying different things, and... I finally, I, I I Googled it. You know, what else do we do when we can't figure things out? We Google it. So yep. I Googled life purpose. And the first thing that popped up was a life purpose coach. And I thought, what is this? So I went and I looked, and it was, there's this school out there that it's all online, and they've got so many certifications, and I'm going back for a bunch more. But I took the Life Purpose Coach, which I was actually looking at it for myself, from my own point of view. And it mm-hmm. helped me so much. And I realized that's, what I, that's my purpose. And my purpose is helping other widows find their purpose. So that's how mm-hmm. the whole thing started out. But most of the widows came to me um, fairly early in their grief journey. So we have to get through the hardest parts of grief first. And I can't make that go any faster. I can't make it any any less painful, but I can be there with you. I can be the ear. I can be your support system. And, um, I mean, there are little tips and tricks I've learned along the way that, that can help. Definitely. Um, but everybody, your journey is your journey. Yep. And there's no expiration date, no expiration date on grief. Mm-hmm. So once they realize that, then I have them, you have to feel your feelings. You can't just throw them away and pretend they don't exist. 
You can't bury them. You can't sweep them under a rug. You've got to, because if you do, they'll come back to haunt you mm. big time. And when and where you really don't expect it. So wow. feel your feelings. Go ahead. Be angry. Be remorseful. Be sad. Be whatever your brain is telling you to be. And But don't wallow in it. Don't mm. let it stay. You know, it's like, okay, I've been crying for an hour. I think that's enough for the day. And go on and watch <laughs> something funny on TV, you know, or... Right, right, or, right. right. Listen to a baby laugh. Mm. If you don't have mm. a baby in your life, Google it. Baby yeah. laughter. You'll find lots yeah. of examples of baby because nobody can nobody can hear a baby laugh and not smile at least. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um, you know, there's there's a lot of little things like that that I can help with. But when they finally mm. get to the point where they're like, okay, what is my life now? Who am I? And what am I supposed to be doing? That's when the work really begins. And the magic can happen from that. Nice. um, I like that. Yeah. So that's the journey of somebody who would be working with me. Um, If you don't have a support system, Mm -hmm. get one. Either me, either me, a widow's support group, which I have, um, or, you know, there's a gazillion of them on Facebook. If you're not ready, I never went to support groups face-to-face because I I couldn't handle sitting there while everybody else was crying. You know, I didn't want to be in a room full of crying people. And, I mean, maybe they're not like that. I don't know, but because I never went. (laughs) It just wasn't what I what I could handle at the time. So I'm sorry, I I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Oh, no, you're fine. So, you know, this is, um, this is really good because um, with most people, like you said, there is not a handbook. Like, you know, when you have a baby, Mm -hmm. they have all of these different authors write hand books like this is what you do xyz and you read all these books and manuals of how to raise your kids and this is what happens in your first trimester second trimester third and then you really have that have that i went through none of that right and it's amazing like you said each person have their own personal journey and they have to they have to experience that their own unique journey. It's not the same as yours. It's not the same as mine. It's your own unique journey that you have to go through this grief with, through. And um, that that is so important because I think sometimes people, like, they're, they're so insensitive, and they probably just because they're ignorant and they don't know what to say. They'd be like, well, my grandmama Joe died. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Were you married to your grandma, Joe? <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, I, I get it. They're trying to find ways to empathize or uh, sympathize with that person. But just, I think sometimes, like, you know, just, we need to teach 
people who haven't walked that walk. Like sometimes my sister told me stupid stuff that people say, and I'm like, I wish I can just slap them. Oh, like yeah. because I just think they're 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 trying to be there, but they don't know how to be there. Like and saying right. stuff like this is this is just your test. Like I don't want to hear that. Like I won't be like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this is just your test. This will make you stronger. Or right, if one more person, if one more person had told me how strong I was, I think I was, I was about ready to show them. <laughs> but the best so, thing you can do, the best thing you can do when somebody is is says something that could be offensive, you've got to try. And I know it's hard when you're feeling all the feelings, but the same part of your brain um, hopefully will tell you they didn't mean it the way it came out. They did not mean it in a mean or nasty way, that they are grieving for you. If they're not related, if they didn't really know your spouse, because I I deal now with widows and widowers. Mm -hmm. So I've accepted we have one, we have one guy that joined our um, Facebook group, private Facebook group this week. So he's been very, very quiet, though. <laughs> oh boy! Um, but he's there. But he's there, yeah. and I'm and I'm glad That's he's true. there. Um, but yeah, the best thing that you can do to respond to these people now, if they're family, and they're saying yeah. stuff like that, don't please remember that they're grieving too. And right. they're not thinking straight either. Give Correct. them grace. And the best to, yep. best thing you can do is just smile and say thank you for your thoughts. Or now I live in Virginia, so I'm in the South. You can just say, bless your heart. Yes. I live in the South, too, so I understand exactly. Bless your heart. Yep. <laughs> I well, I mean, it can be. That one. It can it can be interpreted in many ways. <laughs> oh, amen. I one hundred percent agree with yeah. you on that one too. That's probably the best that's probably the best um comeback line you can give them. Bless your heart. You know, so yeah. and and you don't have to say, you know, have to repent from the all the bad things you really want to say. So <laughs> Yeah. Just go home and write them so, in your journal or something. You know? Exactly. So Miss Cindy, like I know I know this Tuesday, this is a major milestone for you because I know last August, August the 2nd, you launched something spectacular. I saw it in your email. Is it membership something? You launched something major. Let's talk about that. What, what was that um, program that you launched for your team, for your grieving coaching? It is a membership for... I think it, I mean, widows and widowers. I'm going to open it to both. Okay. And what the membership entails is they'll get very small monthly fee. They will get me live because I'm also certified as a grief coach or a group coach. So okay. they'll get me live in a group setting um, three to four times a month. There is, there will be a private 
uh, community just for those who have paid to join the membership. Um, currently, it will be hosted on Facebook. And there will be homework <laughs> each, each uh, month. There will be a theme for the month. And in that theme, you know, we'll be doing, and it's not hard stuff. It's like, you know, write in a journal or fill out this page or, you know, that kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and I'm not going to grade you on it. You know, I'm not going to pass or fail you. <laughs> oh, you failed as a widow. Not, not going there. <laughs> um, but, yes, humor, humor is brought in very early. My mm-hmm. husband was a, he was a thick humor guy. <laughs> and my kids <laughs> caught it, and I did too, I guess. So, um, I love it. The, um, I love it. So the group, it has yet to take off for okay. some reason. I don't know if I'm just not reaching the right people, but it's there and it's waiting for, for members to come in and just soak up all they can from me and from each other. Mm-hmm. That's one one of the one of the um, live sessions at the, at the end of the month. Probably I haven't decided a day, but one of the last weeks of the month, we will do a fun night where we Ooh. just get on Zoom and we play silly games or we just chat, you know, just just fun stuff. And oh, every okay. Friday is Gratitude Day. And I'm going to ask you guys, or ask everybody in the membership, to post what they're grateful for. Now, they can do it every day and then post it all at once on Friday. Or, they, you know, just one thing, which whatever they're most comfortable with. Sometimes it's hard to remember that there are things to be grateful for. You know, you woke up this morning. You know, the sun was shining, or it was raining and it was doing good for your garden. You know, different. There's always something to be grateful for, and I, I am Christian. I'm a Catholic, and yes. I believe very yes. strongly in God and Jesus. Mm-hmm. But yes, I don't force that on anyone. Of course, of course. You know, if I happen to mention God and you don't believe, yeah, I apologize, but. I can't leave that right. part out completely. A hundred percent agree. That that's that's the foundation for me. So that's so yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you because that's just unfortunately that's my DNA. So I I mean I don't mean to yep. offend you, but it's just who I am and unfortunately sometimes it just spills over and I'm just like, Okay, but okay, sorry, but not sorry, really, but I'm sorry. It, yeah, I mean, if I can accept someone as an atheist, they should be able exactly. to accept me as exactly. a Christian. Amen. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. So, I, I listen, sisters, I, I really appreciate you um, reaching out to me. And um, like I said, your story and you being able to find purpose and pain and to be able to get out of yourself and help someone else um, in their pain to find purpose, that is just truly inspiring to me, especially what, like I said, I I literally have um, walked with two of my nieces and my sister through this, mm-hmm. and just being just being there 
if it's not even opening your mouth, means so much to you, to to people who've lost um, a husband. Like my husband and I have been married for 22 years and we're high school sweethearts. So I can, I can mm-hmm. imagine, you know, so it's so, um, it's, I'm blessed to be able to, God, to use me as a vessel to um, provide jokes. As you can see, I'm very silly, and I enjoy laughter. <laughs> so I, and I'm excited that you, are, you, have there, you have a safe space where people can come to in their pain and find joy and purpose. And I definitely will, like I say, recommend your, your coaching to them, and maybe they will connect, maybe they won't, but even just knowing having resources out there as they go through their grieving process is amazing, and you have to find that person that safe space. And I'm just pretty excited. Um, let's talk uh, uh, Let's talk about how people can connect with you, because I know you have, like, all these Facebook groups and <laughs> memberships and all this amazing stuff. So let's talk about how people can connect with you who's actually, you know, may know someone or even walking through that pain and need someone. So how can we reach you, Miss Cindy? The easiest way is to send me an email. It's Cindy at CindyJBurns.com. The J is for Judd, which is my middle name. And it's also my Facebook name, Cindy Judd Burns. So Cindy at CindyJBurns.com. And you can also visit my business page, which is Widows and Widowers Finding Purpose. And from there you can connect either with me directly or um, I usually have something in there that can lead you to the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to leave there's two things I want I want to um, put forth, yes. two messages. One yes, is please. you don't have to do it alone. And mm-hmm. two is you can have fun and be happy while you're still grieving. A lot of women have told me, oh, I feel like it's disrespectful to my husband. It's not. He loved it when you laughed or when you smiled when he was around, didn't he? So Mm -hmm. doing it now, it's not disrespectful. He knows what happens in the quiet of your room when you're alone. He knows your, your grief and your suffering, and he wants you to be happy. So go ahead and laugh once in a while or, you know, do something fun. I love that. So you want... To do something fun, it's totally fine, and there is, and you don't have to do. And you know what? That's that's what we should know. Even even in general, you don't have to do life alone. There is a community. True. There is um, people who will connect with you to do life with you. So that is some great nuggets, Miss Cindy. I just truly adore you and appreciate you from the bottom of my heart for coming on the dumping ground and dropping your jewels and sharing your story. And I pray nothing but blessings and that the right people be assigned to you, that you can help them through their through their grief and their pain, that they can see that they can live again, they can hold their heads up, they can have fun, and they 
they sell those same seeds into someone else because it has to be. That's how you. That's I feel like that's how you come become alive again is when you start mm-hmm. getting out of yourself. You know, so pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm super excited for you. And listen, I want us to connect again. Um, about nine months. I want to see how fast your membership team has, you know, how many members you, you probably get so many members, you're going to need more coaches. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think okay. I can handle it. <laughs> you got it. You got it, Miss Cindy. You got it. You definitely have it. So I truly appreciate you tonight. It's so great that you have such a calm and soothing voice. It's amazing. So um, thank you so much for coming on the dumping ground and sharing your story and inspiring us to be, you know, to hush, just just be present, you know. Don't You don't have to say nothing around people who lost, you know. Just be present. Some, this is just important just to be there uh, or just be a listening ear and don't open your mouth. <laughs> you know, yeah. So. When you don't know what to say, don't say anything. And that's what mom just said, be there. right? That's what mom yep, told us. If there. you don't have nothing to say, just be there. I love it. Miss Cindy, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart again. And do you have anything else you want to say before we sign mm-hmm. off? Well, if somebody does want to join the membership, um, just go to cindyjburns.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom, and it will give you the information, and you can you know, join right then. But if you'd rather talk to me first, that's fine too. Sounds good, Miss Cindy. Thank you so much for blessing the dumper ground with your presence. And I look forward to talking to you soon, okay? Have a great night. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. You, like I said, you have such a sweet, su- sweet southern voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm originally from New York. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. I was born and raised in Syracuse, New York. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. I love it. So I've been here here 18 years now, so. Oh. And what part of Virginia? The heart of Virginia. Right in the middle. I'm uh, halfway between Lynchburg and Charlottesville. My niece actually just moved to Alec, um, Alexandria um, last month. Okay. She, yeah, she works. That's yep, closer so to works, DC. Yeah, so she's she's that's where she's and that's where she just moved to. She actually was in Lynchburg. She actually went to Liberty University, and she oh, got yeah, a that's job. That's a big claim to fame. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. So I actually was down there in May. She graduated with her master's. And um Oh wow, congratulations. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, awesome. Well again, thank you so much. It was great speaking with you tonight and I look forward to talking to you soon, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Miss Cindy. Have a blessed night. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. All right, everyone, that was Ms. Cindy Burns. She is a life coach with Finding Purpose Through Grief and Beyond. You can reach her at www.cindyjburns.com, or you can send her an email at burns.cindy at gmail.com, or you can check her out on her um, social media platforms, um, her 
IG is cindy.j.burns, and she will be able to assist you if you need any assistance, any life coaching, uh, if you are a widow or a widower. So thank you so much, Ms. Cindy, for blessing the Dumper Ground. Until next Tuesday, we're out.